0: Welcome in. You have found yourself listening to Gun Talk Nation, and we thank you so much for joining us. And uh, today we've got a great show for you. We've got Mr. John Hanchy of FRC. If you don't know him, you probably should. It's Firearms Range and Clothing. They're in Baton Rouge. It's a great store, and it's a great range. And if you're looking to have some interesting things happen. Always talk to the guy in charge, and that's who Mr. John Hanchy is. John, thank you for joining us.
1: Hey, Kevin. It's always a pleasure,
0: man. Glad well, to be here. Well, thank you for joining us on Gun Talk Nation. And this Gun Talk Nation is brought to you by Springfield Armory and by Lockdown Secure Your Lifestyle. Hey, we also, I'd be remiss to not mention ATN. ATN Optics options from ATN include Smart HD, Ultra HD, thermal, and night vision rifle scopes, binoculars, binoculars, rangefinders, goggles, and more. So they, they've got so much freaking stuff; like it could fill a big box store. I kid you not. They've got they've even you know what, John. They this might be a cool idea for the range if you guys are having to do this whole lockdown stuff and and you know making sure people's temperatures are good. They've got a temperature reader. That is freaking awesome. And it's actually uh, pretty budget friendly, under $2,000. So they've got a little bit of everything. And uh, if you purchase an ATN Binox Excite Thor 4 Thor LT, you get a free gift like thermal targets, an IR850 Pro Illuminator, the quick detach mount, or even an SD card. So you can record all those hunts and all those misses, and you will know exactly where you land. But buy yours today at ATNCore.com. And we're going to get back into this now with Mr. John Hanchi um, of FRC. Okay, so what is your role at FRC? And how, how how do you play a part in that? I know you play a big part.
1: So, uh, yeah, Kevin, well, I'm, the, uh, I'm the general manager of FRC, and I'm also the chief instructor here. Um. FRC is somewhat unique as gun ranges go in that we come at pretty much everything we do from a training perspective. Um, we're, we're, we're not a typical gun range in that everyone here on the staff are actually certified professional firearms instructors. Um, and so everything we do basically comes from a training perspective. And I, I, I consider my primary job to be uh, coordinating all the training and making sure my instructors are up to snuff. Um, and our mission really uh, is, is is training the armed citizen, law enforcement. We train armed security guards. Um, you know, we, we you know people can come here and they can get on the range and they can shoot and and leave like a typical gun range. Um, But as far as the, the, the prism that everything goes through, it's all from, it's all from the the perspective of training. Yeah. Very, very important. And that's,
0: and living in the days that we are now, we, we see that more often as more people are seeking out that training and we just got finished, uh, shooting with you guys on first person defenders. So that's where, you know, when you're seeing these first person defenders, uh, video series comes out, um, you Well, that's FRC. That's their facilities. And it's actually a big, big, expansive facility. I mean, you guys have a lot of square feet to uh, have fun on.
1: Right. We're actually, um, well, we're in the process of building another eight shooting lanes, uh, which should be open by January the 1st. Um, Once that's done, we will be the largest indoor training facility, um, firearms training facility in the state. Now, there's still one more range in the state that will have more lanes. But as far as the the totality of the training uh, venues, um, we'll be the largest one in the state. So we're all really excited about
0: that. See, you say something that I think is actually really interesting because when I refer to you guys, I'm like, it's a range. That's a range. But you... It's, firearms, it's a firearms training facility. So I guess I need to change my thought process on you guys being trainers first, range really second. I mean, because you guys are putting on so many well, courses.
1: Yeah, we know what's, what's funny about that. So it, it actually causes a little bit of friction between <laughs> uh, me and ownership as well. Uh, you know, we're not salespeople. Um, we're trainers.
0: Uh, if, if I if don't
1: Carl right Ren- now.
0: John, yeah, you're you you are salesman because the times we're living in now, you (laughs) you can sell just about anything gun related, whether it's uh, you know optics or or uh, ammo, especially because we were just talking about ammo,
1: (laughs) right? That is true. But but why can I do that? My philosophy, honestly, um, in order for me to sell something to a shooter. I have to 100% believe in it personally. Yeah, I, I'll give you I'll give you a really good example of that. When I first took over uh, here at FRC, um, there we had about seven or eight hundred dollars worth of inventory on the shelves of Serpa holsters,
0: oh. and I had a. <laughs> I think everybody right, is is ever. cring, is cringing at this point when they hear That's you know right. the Serpa well, holster. Now, now they
1: were there. They were they were already on the shelves uh, before I showed up. And I honestly, it was my third or fourth day of work. And I didn't even know they were out there and I had a customer come up and attempt to buy one from me. <laughs> and I said, I said, uh, you know, sir, I, I, I
0: can't sell you that holster. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? It's right here on the shelf. I've got it. it exactly. And yeah. he was like, well,
1: why not? And I said, because I don't believe in it. And I, I think, you can get hurt with it and i think it, it's a dangerous holster and i also i don't think it's a it's a good holster for self-defense so i can't sell it to you and he's like really i said yeah but i'll point you in the right direction yep. to get some proper gear now do you know that individual became our most loyal customer
0: well i um, I, I understand why but you know what actually what's funny is is i'm sitting there and I, what was I, I was looking for something i was looking for a pin for my glock like i had i had uh, misplaced the trigger pin and I was like, man, I know I put it somewhere. And I was like, oh, let me go to my spare parts drawer, which happens to be, I don't know why. Don't don't, don't question me on this, John. I don't want to get into it, but I don't know why, but it's in my bathroom, second drawer down. It's just gun parts.
1: <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I it's in you there. I would expect there are gun parts all
0: over your abode. Well, there is. But that's my, like, drawer of, like, okay, I've replaced a trigger or I've replaced, you know, some part on a gun. And then... The old parts the original parts was i highly recommend everyone keeping those do not throw them away because i mean you know why because stuff breaks down stuff you know you find something that you don't you think you might like but then you've got to go back to the original because that's the way it should be done like if you know that's the design sure. of the whole thing um so i was in there Absolutely. and holy crap what did i pull out was a circle holster and i was like what the hell is this doing in here? <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't, I don't even know if it's, I mean, and, I, right. and I, let's get this know, out of the way. Blackhawk well, does make some good their, holsters, but that one was one of theirs that was just ever since the Tex Gruber sure. video, I feel sorry for that guy to this day. Um, that should be a lesson right. to us all, but they've got a lot of great holsters. That's just not one of them. <laughs> I do. That's right. That's right.
1: Well, that's correct. That's a guy. but but, but again, you know, they're, they're, if if I don't believe in a product, we won't sell it to you, and, yep. and that's a that's a training that comes from being trainers, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I, th- I think there and, is something the, to that in in the trust with the guy behind the counter because yeah, and I've, I saw a meme this week on uh, about guys, you know, what it's like being a guy behind a counter of a big box store. You know, they're not they're not hiring. You know in the big box stores, you know You go and they've got all this equipment and they're like, well, this is what I use Well, you go in the next day and he's pointing you in another direction because you know, they just got training on something else So you've really gotta you've really got to pay attention to the guys. You got to trust the guys that you deal with
1: Exactly, I I completely agree And and I think uh uh, here at frc at least um we've gone a long way towards towards uh gaining our our shooters trust um and and they they come to us for counsel about any number of things yeah. equipment training uh, all kinds of different things and it, you know we, even from the training perspective one of the things i never want shooters to do uh is become academically inbred right like, i want them to train at FRC right I want them to take some of those courses with us and get that exposure and some of the, the things that we can teach them but I also want them to go out into the world and you know take a take a class with a Tom Givens or a Masayub yeah. or, or all these different people and we'll point them in that direction we'll help them on that journey.
0: It right? just broadens their it just broadens their their spectrum and their, it broadens their knowledge because they may have a different drill that they run and they're like oh I've never you know it all kind of opens cool. their eyes and them some a couple of aha moments but what you got i think one of the most impressive things and and we are talking with john Hanchy of uh, frc out of baton rouge and there's a reason now this is a national this is this is a national show gun talk nation is for everyone it's not just for louisianans it's not just for people passing through this is for everyone and and, and i really press you to go to your local range and find out what they can do for you and and if they could offer programs because what John right now is doing with his new shooters program, it's called the Sentinel Program, is absolutely phenomenal. And this is, this is a program for everyone. Is that correct?
1: Oh, absolutely. Any, anyone uh, in, in, in the states can, is welcome to come and take it. Um, uh, we've found regionally, uh, I've had students as far as Mississippi uh, enroll in the program. Um, again, it's a fairly new program. We've only been at it about a year, uh, maybe a little bit over a year. Yeah. Um, but we've had tremendous uh, response, um, lots of participation, um, and it's you know I, at first I thought it'd be Baton Rouge and surrounding areas, but right. you know it's it's ranged as far as Covington, uh, Mississippi, and even uh, near the Texas border, Lake Charles. Well,
0: and that they're they're like, well, what is the program? Tell us what the Sentinel program is, and I'm going to let you describe all the everything that goes with it, but how I understand it, it basically takes you through everything about owning a gun. I mean, you go, you actually get to shoot in a shoot house. Yes. FRC has a shoot house on site, which is freaking amazing. Um, it is a Sims house, uh, not live fire, but they go through that. They go through medical, they go through the legal side of things. And I forget how many hours they end up spending on the range and they walk out with their concealed carry license. So I'm going to let you dive down into the weeds, but sure. that's the way I understand.
1: Sure. So it. so just as, as kind of a broad overview, um, the Sentinel program is basically a comprehensive battery of training courses, um, that are designed to build quantifiable competence with a handgun in a, in a new shooter or even in an intermediate shooter. Um, Basically, when a candidate signs up with the Sentinel program, um, we schedule them for about 10 different classes. Those classes start with a first-time shooter class, a very basic fundamental class. Um, Their uh, concealed carry class is included in that program. Um, And then from the concealed carry class, class, they will advance to our draw clinic, and our enhanced concealed carry class, which then starts them into immediate actions for malfunctions, uh, tactical and emergency reloads, um, and and so it's a it's a progressive, a progressive program that that builds on itself as they right. go forward. Um, they eventually take our defensive pistol class, which is our advanced um, combat handgun class. They will take. Uh, three hours of hemorrhage trauma. Um, right. they will take two hours of intensive, uh, legal, not from us because we're not lawyers. However, right. they, they learn typically when they take the legal seminar, it's with Mr. James Reeves out of new Orleans who wrote, uh, Louisiana gun law, which by the way, they are required to read as part of the program. Yeah. Um, Right, and and then. Boy, well, so James James is a character
0: too. If you if you don't know him, uh, just go check out gun shorts on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> they call
1: him this is something I just learned about six months ago that he favors very short uh, attire.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. His his gun shorts. <laughs> Boy, when he's on the range, I, I spent I spent a couple days with him, with Mr. James Reed. Yeah. A phenomenal guy. Like well-rounded. Extremely intelligent, awesome. but I have spent a couple guy. days with him on a range with, like, Clint Smith up at Thunder Ranch taking a rifle course, and he took him in the shortest shorts I think I've ever seen any one grown man wear. I don't think I, I – like, Wait, it shocks he me. I, don't I, think he, I think he painted them on. He wore those shorts to Clint Smith's class? Oh, yeah, and you know – if you know He's Clint Smith – if you know Clint Smith, yeah. he rode him like a rented mule that day. I mean, he I <laughs> it was no hilarious. Doubt. But I mean, I have more respect to him if he can show up in those little gunny shorts that he's got. whoo man! I'm, I'm tell you, it was it was yeah. something. It was entertaining to listen listen to be there. Well, Clint Clint just berated him the whole that. day. Oh my gosh! But anyway, I, I so I, I digress. <laughs>
1: yeah but uh but yeah no so so james comes in um and you know i mean top top self-defense yeah. lawyer in louisiana barn bar, bar on. I, mean, I don't think there's a more knowledgeable guy out there on uh gun law um and so he comes and he he speaks to our sentinels um they get two hours with him on on, on a regular basis um they have to read his book yeah. that's part of they, they take a 100 question written exam which is largely based on mr reeves's book um they have to pass uh two courses of fire both a live fire call on the range itself and a sim munitions call in the shoot house um so we're not just providing them a bunch of training but we're quantifying
0: yeah you're testing them on this and i man i and and we had four of your students and and one student is currently going through the program or a couple are Going, no, just one that's going through the program right now. We had three graduates on for the first person defender. Um, you guys can watch that on Roku and YouTube, and we'll post it on our Facebooks. But it's, it's one of our more popular programs. But I'm telling you what, after hearing about the Sentinel program and after seeing people go through first person defender, 100% they made better choices than those that did those in the previous years. And you asked me candidly after, how did my candidates do? And, and you asked me, and I, right. I told you, honest, I said, man, I, I think they were about an 8 out of 10. I mean, they, you know, right. there's some stuff that we made them think about, but we had to make them think. Um, because that's what FPD is all about. We want you to think about your next steps and what you're doing. But they all did, they did a phenomenal job because they thought after the shot. You know, because a lot of people, a lot of people sit there and think, and John, you see this all the time, is they think, okay, my in my shoe, what's going to happen is I'm going to take the bad guy and boy, I'm going to be celebrated and I'm going to I'm not going to have issues. Well, no, because as Clint Smith always says there, every projectile you throw down range is attached to a lawyer and we've got to get people thinking beyond beyond that. In entanglement and that engagement—you've got to think beyond that. And I think that's one thing that the Sentinel program has done—is man, it makes people think. I agree, and
1: you know, we think uh, that that's so incredibly important that they consider not only the what happens prior to the engagement, uh, but the aftermath as well. First of all, if if we can convince them to a, avoid a lethal force engagement at all costs, yes. um, then we've done our job. Um, I think one thing you will find with Sentinels, because we stress it so much, you know, one, one of the things we tell them right up front, nothing good, nothing good happens once the guns come out. Yep. Nothing good. Win, lose, or draw, your life is going to change dramatically, and usually not for the better. Right. Um, and, and so hopefully we're building some some degree of hesitation in our sentinels to even get involved in the first. Well, I, th-
0: place. I think I think hesitation is I, I think hesitation's the wrong word because I didn't see any it's of them. A strong word. I th- I think I think hesitation is kind of a, a negative word because I don't think well, let me give they didn't you a, they didn't hesitate when they were on the show. I think they were they were they weren't slower to react, but they processed it okay. slower. They processed that information slower.
1: When I use the word hesitation, Kevin, I mean hesitant uh, to expose themselves to a situation where they would have to get it
0: wrong. Um,
1: Situational awareness, um, uh, conflict avoidance is something we stress, stress, stress. uh, One of of the things we talk about all the time, John Farnham's three three rules for living, right? Don't do stupid stuff. Don't go (laughs) to stupid places. Don't hang out with stupid people. And we, we hammer that yep. home as hard as we possibly can, because they're going to win every single fight that they're not involved in. Uh, and I know it's cliche, but it, I know it's cliche, but it, it's so important to hammer that home. And then we have to hammer home the aftermath. Uh, the fight sometimes after the incident is going to be far, far worse than the incident itself.
0: Yes. Um, and it's
1: very important for them to understand that.
0: Well, that's uh, the Sentinel program. And, 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 I hope, if you manage a range or and you're listening to Gun Talk Nation, if if you're listening to this, I hope, I hope you reach out to FRC and John and and talk to them about implementing some. I hope this Sentinel program goes nationwide. Honestly, I mean, I hope it starts here local and I hope it grows because this is something. It, if you're a beginner, if you're an intermediate shooter, this is the valuable stuff for you but uh, we were, you know, talking at the end of the shoot and, you know, to the participants, it's what's the, what's the first thing that happens, and it's, man, how fast something can happen. And, and you've drilled that into them, and I, and I think it's a great program for, heck. You now, have you had any advanced shooters go through? I've had,
1: I've had at least one law enforcement officer that went through. What were his um, thoughts?
0: What was, I mean, that's, that's actually kind of interesting. Why would a, why would a guy who's, you know, we so pay to kinda, carry a gun. Why would he go through that?
1: Well, you know, it's funny when we have law enforcement officers and we have, um, uh, armed, armed security professionals, um, take some of our classes. You'd be amazed how many of them say, well, we never learned that this at Academy <laughs> or we never learned this in our training. Right. Um, And, you know, I mean, I was I was a sheriff's deputy and I understand what post is and I understand what the training is and everything. Um, And, you know, you do get a a good two weeks of training uh, when you're a law enforcement officer in academy and everything, at at least. Uh, But, you know, the obvious the the the, uh, the average patrol officer out there nationally uh, only gets about 60 hours of firearms specific training, even in in academy. Um, And, you know, you know, as well as I do. Pistol is a perishable skill. Yes. Uh, if, if you don't practice consistently uh, all the time, uh, it, it's very easily lost. Yeah. And, and I think that's what happens to a lot of these guys. Um, you know, let's face it, cops are, are peace officers first. Right. Um, their primary job is to de-escalate. Right. Um, well, and, just, and so I the like gun it. is an absolute... I love, I love, sorry,
0: I love, don't, don't, don't go stupid places. Don't do stupid stuff and don't hang out with stupid people <laughs> that could keep you out of 90% of the engagements right there.
1: Well, that's it. That's it. You know, but it's, it's, it's easier said than done. Isn't it? Because it we is. all have that one friend, don't
0: we? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I've I'm got, got like, I've got like four or five of those friends. <laughs> Two of them are sitting in this room with me. <laughs> um, but, but you know, or maybe I am that friend. I don't I, I hope not. Um, uh, but, but you know, we, and, and that on on an FPD while we're there and we had to make your 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 candidates, your sentinel candidates, we had to make them react. We had to put them in situations sure. where they are not they are not sure. going to escape an attack. They are not going to think, you know, we did a gas pump. We did someone driving into a riot. We did a a classroom. We did a church, you know. So we've got like these situations that you're going to fill your car up with gas. You you know, you may go to an advanced learning right. course. You're, you're going to go to church. Right. You, you know, and you may drive up on one of these like spring, you know, riots. Just, they just spring up somewhere. Well, that's it's just, the, you know, that's, that's really
1: the, the crux of the matter, isn't it? That you can't always avoid it. You um, can. And, and so in cases where you can't avoid it, Uh, we do our very best to make them as efficient with a handgun as they can possibly be to win that fight because sometimes you you just can't get around it. There's an old saying. It says that just because you personally have no interest in violence doesn't mean that violence won't take an interest in you.
0: That's great words. I mean, that's, that's, Ooh, that's something that is something to think about. Um, Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to kind of break away from this. And I want to get into, um, a f- couple of quick fire questions for you and I don't I want you to answer sure. the I want to, I want you to answer these from the hip um, and we might talk about a couple oh of them. but uh, we're gonna do a little quick fire. Um, favorite, okay. Hand, okay, favorite handgun drill for a new shooter. What are you gonna put them through? Man, I, you know I,
1: okay, my favorite handgun drill, honestly
0: exemplar drill. love that drill. All right, explain it for us. Okay,
1: so one of the things I do, so you know, it's very, very difficult to to verbalize a physical sensation, right? right? So when we talk about trigger press, sight alignment, um, the, the exemplar drill basically is where I manipulate the trigger. Uh, The shooter has their finger on the trigger, but the instructor manipulates the trigger for them. It does a couple of things. Number one, it confirms uh, that they know actually what sight alignment is, because their only job is to keep the sights aligned and a perfect sight picture. Um, And it also uh, demonstrates to them, allows them to feel what proper trigger take up and press should feel like. Um, And so, uh, you know, so that's. It's so hard to verbalize that. I think and that's a that's a drill that Moss Ayub actually invented. well Moss said he wished he had invented it. He (laughs) found out that that the Marines were actually doing that drill back in the nineteen forties. Um but but Moss has made it very very famous. That's probably my favorite
0: drill if I had to narrow it down to one. Okay, and now that now what's your favorite advanced shooting drill? Oh, casino draw all day long. All right. Explain it for him.
1: Okay. Casino draw is something that uh, Tom Givens developed. Um, mm-hmm. So it's three magazines of seven, 21 rounds. Okay. So, so you see the casino rounds, thing going here. That's right. 21 rounds, 21 seconds, uh, three mags of seven. So you've got two mag changes and you have to put your rounds into a corresponding number on the target. So when you have a trans- typical transition target, one, two, three, four, five, six, right. you got to put one and one, two and two, three and three, and then the mag change comes up when you're not expecting it. Change magazines. You got to do all that in 21 seconds. Whew.
0: man, that that actually would be a really good drill. We might have to we might have to pull that one. We're gonna we're gonna earmark this. It's a this. tough
1: drill.
0: Oh, I it's bet a tough drill. it'd take me a while to and figure that a- one out. But, uh, well, I've only beat, beat that drill once or twice, to be honest
1: with you. I mean, my best time on it is like 20 seconds.
0: But it gives you something to push for, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it, it's a tough drill. Well, perfect. Well, um, John, if folks listening right. to Gun Talk Nation in this podcast or they're viewing in on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. how can they get more information from you and where can they find FRC at?
1: Well, they can always go to our website. We we have a great website. Uh, we didn't for a while. We just we just spent a whole bunch of money on a really, really good quality website. Um, but that, that website is www.frcbr, as in dot .com. Uh, www.frcbr.com. And on there, um, they can find out any information they'd like to know about the range, all of the classes that we offer, and there are quite a few. Um, including vehicle defense. We do a vehicle defense with munitions. We do right. force on ports with simunitions. Um, so they can find all of that on there. They can also, and uh, cause I consider this so important. All my guys are instructors Well, they can actually go, uh, under the instructor staff and they can pull up the bios of every single one of my awesome. instructors and see what their credentials are, what their background is, their experience. Um,
0: and, and so I think that's important as well. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You want to know who you're going to train with. Right. Uh, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. John, thank you so much for being on gun talk nation and thank you to all of you who well, make you're this so possible. Welcome,
1: Kevin.
0: All right. You guys have uh, a good day. And anytime, my friend, all right, you guys, hopefully, out... hopefully we'll,
1: we'll see you guys again
0: soon. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see you quite soon. You guys out in gun talk nation, you guys be safe and stay vigilant and always stay yellow.